I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong. Where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. What's up, family? So, today, we don't have one, but two guests in the house, and I'm excited because it's not often that I get to talk to more than one person at a time, and they're also podcast hosts, so that's even better, and their show is like bomb.com, which they will definitely tell you about as we get into it, but... So, so, so glad, so, so grateful, so honored to be graced, literally, by some amazing Southern Bells who are, you know, Shanice Montgomery and Dominique Brown. Hello, ladies. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Such an honor to be here. Yes, oh, my thank goodness. Thank you. So, so glad to have y'all. Y'all are out here moving and shaking and dominating. And I'm just, it's beautiful to watch y'all grow and evolve and get us together in our love and relationships because somebody need to do it. (laughs) Yes. We just trying to keep it real, trying to keep everybody booed up. (laughs) Keep everybody booed up. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with love booed up. I love being booed up. (laughs) Shout out to my boo. I love you, boo. Look, if he listening to this one, he check in sometime. But gosh, look, just a long time coming. I've really been waiting for this and, you know, honored to have been on you all show, The Pink Elephant Show, by the way. So we will definitely drop details for y'all to go check out my show with them, too. Because again, incredible host, incredible show. But I'm going to like, you know, be quiet and let y'all tell me more about yourselves, who you are and what y'all do and why do you even do it? (laughs) Okay. Hey, guys, my name is Shanice Montgomery. I am born and raised in South Mississippi. So, yes, I am a country girl. Eve and I, we go back way back. She actually mentored me my freshman year of college. That's when I met her all the way through my senior year. And then, you know, some people are in your life for a season and some people are in your life for your entire life. And I feel like Eve is going to be one of those people that's just going to always be in my corner rooting me on so I love her so much so again like I'm so happy to be on this show today but yeah so I'm a wedding planner that kicked off for me when I was actually planning my wedding my husband and I we planned a surprise destination wedding um in New Orleans for three thousand dollars so like in three months and so that was what sparked my wedding planning business that I own today Montgomery Weddings and Events and it was because, like, I literally had three panic attacks trying to do everything on my own. And it was a beautiful <laughs> day, but I <laughs> I highly suggest, even if you are the best planner ever, to still have an event coordinator so you can step back and just enjoy the moment. And so I learned that the hard way. And that kind of, like, pushed me to do what I'm doing now. And it also pushed me because, like, we were able to... I felt like we got away with something that we weren't supposed to. I just hear about all these stories where people go into debt or they spend thousands of dollars for Mm -hmm. one day. And I truly wanted to do something different. We wanted to start our life. I was relocating to a new city and we just didn't have all the additional funds to put towards one day. 
And so that made me think about weddings totally different. And that kind of took me down the event planning path and just doing a lot of research, hosting courses, eventually booking clients. And now I do full service planning as well as day of coordination. And I enjoy every bit of it. Dom and I recently launched our podcast last year with the help of Eve. She was our podcast mentor and really helped push us to get that out in the world. And so we're able to host a girls chat about love, life and marriage, the Pink Elephant Show. And that's been really fun and a huge learning curve. But we've been enjoying it. (laughs) We've been enjoying it so far. So and I'm married. I've been married. Of course, I had a wedding. So I'm married um, and I have three fur babies. And yeah, that's pretty much who I am in a nutshell. And I'm a Delta. So hey, Sororas out there. Uh, Fall 12, new new chapter. I'm a first gen, of course. I graduated from the University of Southern Mississippi with my bachelor's in business administration entrepreneurship. But I learned way more in real life than I did (laughs) during my four years of college, if I'm being honest. So, yeah. All right, now, Shanice. And just by the way, y'all, Shanice tried to make me sound old. I'm not old. <laughs> not old. No. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, you're good. No, I was being funny. We, we, it's funny, like, thinking back then, because I was a grad student when we first met. And so it's like where we are now. Like, we both grown, grown women. But it's like, dang, you were just a freshman in college. And I, I was know. just getting my grown on with boo. So, you know, just met James and all that stuff. So that's so funny. But, you know, glad to have you here. Um, Definitely. So, yeah, so... Dom, you know, hey, my hey, girl. Hey. I feel like I've known you since I, since you were freshman in college. So I, you know, know. Just, I know, I know. It's, like, it's crazy. We only, you know, been knowing each other under a year. So it's like, wow, it's crazy. Yeah. So my name is Dominique. I also go by Dom. I'm 24 years old and I'm a wife. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a mama to be this coming April. Yay. Yay! So if you hear me breathing a little bit harder than, <laughs> <laughs> than usual, that's the reason why. Um, so yeah, my husband and I, uh, we live in Austin, Texas. We're originally from Arkansas, so we'll pick suey to any of my Southern Arkansas people tuning in. And after graduating high school, I initially set out to be in the medical field, so I did all I had to do to, you know, be able to get into school as a first-gen college student. I went to the University of Arkansas, where I later graduated and attained my bachelor's in biology. So I thought that I was going to be doing the medical thing, thought I was going to be in PA school and, you know, doing that as my career field. But God completely wrecked those plans, and I'm so happy and so thankful. And I just think, like, it's so important to do a lot of soul searching when when you're trying to figure out what career path you want to be in. So I did a lot of that during my last semester of college. And once I graduated, I decided like, this is not something I want to just necessarily do. And I just was realizing that entrepreneurship is something that I can dive into. So after I graduated high school, my husband and I, we were planning our wedding. And we ended up getting married back in 2018 and then just took a faith move to Austin, Texas, where then we later launched our wedding photography company, Light Visuals Co. So we run our company full time and we just absolutely love being able to connect with couples and be able to just document someone's legacy. So legacy is something that's super important to us because 
I know like me, I love looking back at old memories, old pictures. Like every time I go home, like Mm -hmm. I'm always looking back through images and and sometimes I wish like, man, I wish I could know my great, great, great grandma and see the her pictures. And just those things are always in the back of our minds, like just being able to create, you know, a photographic legacy of our couples. And since our launch back in 2019, we've been able to be featured on different publications. And we were recently named as one of the top wedding photographers in America by Bride's Magazine, which was pretty Mm. exciting. And we have a lot more to travel through and more accomplishments to obtain, but we are super excited to be able to do what we do. And later on, we, as Shanice mentioned, we launched the Pink Elephant Show and we just wanted to fill that void in what we were seeing where the narrative on relationships wasn't a positive one. So we just wanted to join the conversation by making a girlfriend's chat of, you know, just talking all about marriage, relationships, the things that we've learned growing through our marriage and our singleness and our engagement. So, yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. You know, I'm just sitting in the presence of greatness. Just, (laughs) I mean, all that, like, did y'all hear? Listen, listen, listen. Let me just pause for the cause. We're sitting here right now, y'all, with one of the top wedding photographers in America. Okay, there it is. <laughs> you know, we're, we're sitting here with a wedding planner who planned, listen what she said, three months, $3,000. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Come on. I just hear your flowers, just take them. And then for y'all to be podcast hosts, wives, you know, mothers, mother to be, not mothers, let's, I don't know, Shanice, but you know, I, <laughs> but like, for, for everything that y'all are doing, you know, and then to also, I'm just going to just put it out there to be young, you know, at that. I'm not, again, too much older at all, actually. But this mm-hmm. idea that y'all are just out here getting it and so unapologetic, right? And finding the time and the energy, you're honoring your truth. It's just, it's beautiful. And that's something I, I really have loved about you all. And I continue to adore just seeing you, how you show up and how you serve and how you believe and whew, all that. So, yeah, just, ah. Uh, that's all. I'm just feeling all the warm and fuzzies. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, so just thinking about everything, because couldn't you given us so much? Wifehood, motherhood, entrepreneurship. Let's start with entrepreneurship. Why was it even, you know, a thing for you, Shanice, to be drawn to it, as well as for you, Dom? How did you know the time was right? So let's let's take it from that angle. Ooh, that's so good. Well, I, I'll start right here. People always ask you, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm -hmm. And it happened like after I graduated my senior year, someone asked me, how do I want to live? And what do you want to be and how you want to live? It's like two separate things, you know, but how you want to live is the most important. And that really made me think about what I want my day to day to look like. And at first it was I wanted to do corporate America. I wanted to work my way up the ladder and then my mindset flipped from like me being the the business, you know, me being the brand and being my own boss and managing my own time. And I think really just seeing the importance of time and how do I get that time back? So that's my whole goal. Like, and I'm not even all the way there yet, but that's my goal, like to have time and that freedom that comes with, with knowing like how my day to day is going to look. And so that was what encouraged me to want to pursue entrepreneurship because I just I couldn't see myself working the same job 
Like, no offense to my parents, but my parents, they've worked the same job for, you know, almost 30 years now. And mm. I just, it was hard for me to see my life like that, my day to day. Not what I want to, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up, but what do I want to live like? And that was what kind of pursued me what, to want to own my own business, to go the entrepreneur route, even to study it in school. Like, if I wanted to go like the, I guess the politically correct way of starting a business. Like I had that knowledge, but and we all know you don't have to do that nowadays. You know, there's so many opportunities and to get where you want to get through so many routes, which is awesome. But yeah, I think that was what, what did it for me. Like wanting to do something in my family that nobody's ever done. And to me, I know like if I want to become a millionaire, I can't do that at a nine to five. Hello. <laughs> you said but, that. While we're there, just real quick, I know Shanisa King, because we go back, you know, way, way back, is that I could not believe when I met you that you were a college student, a woman, a black woman and business owner. When you told me that you had a, a boutique, I was like, she did what? How? Huh? And so, you know, down, you know, back then, Shanice was getting it. And she just Y'all had all these business ideas. Trunk. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was getting it though. You were professional about it. And I just couldn't believe like she's she's a business owner. I could never. But here I am. <laughs> so I caught up with are. you, but, I, but it, it was never on my radar because similar, I was going to stay in higher education, work my way up to be a college president because that was the end all be all. But similarly, I never had anybody ask me about the time or not trading a time for money, all the things like that. And so it's just funny how back then you were already on it and I'm just kind of like, ooh, somebody got to do it. it ain't going to be me, but I guess it is. But yeah, it was so dumb. <laughs> you know, coming back to the question for you, how did you know it was time because again, you thought she was going to be in the medical field. So like, mm-hmm. that's quite the, for medical field to take photos. Yes. So actually, so I graduated in December of 2017. So in that last semester, so like I've always had like the strong work ethic. So I was like, I had this tunnel vision, like, you know, I'm doing like working nights, coming to school full time. Like I was doing what it needed, I needed to do to be able to, you know, be able to pursue like a career in the PA field. And so I was actually, I was working at a nursing home, working nights. I don't, I really don't, this really by the grace of God, like I'm, you know, still breathing today because it took so much of a toll on me. Like I would Mm. go to school every day. And then I would work at night from 11 to 7, take a little nap, go back to school and, you know, get things I need to do. So that in that span of time, during that beginning of 2017, and then I had a mentor at the time. Her, She was a PA and she was like, girl, come work where I work. I just got a new job. Come work for like work, work where I'm working. Right. So it was like a lift. So I was able to be around doctors. I was able to be around PAs. I was able to be around all these different people. So I was working in the midst of that, you know, from eight to five each day. So during that time, like that's a dream to someone that's wanting to pursue a career in that field. Like you're able to look up to these people and ask questions and all those different things. And during that time, so like I picked up a camera as a side hobby. So I was like, you know, this this will never be a full time thing. This is just like an outlet. Right. So I was like, you know, taking pictures of seniors doing families and all of those different things. And I think mind like where your mind is, is something so important to focus on, like 
Whereas is my happiness, like my true happiness and don't ignore those things. So like when I was going to work, I was miserable there. Like I was so miserable. Like I'm so ready to go so I can get my pictures. I can have my sessions I got to go do. I got to go edit some. Like I was so ready to leave where I, my environment to be able to get back to that side thing that I wanted to do. So during that time as well, like juggling like school, work, my little side thing, I was also in, that's actually how me and Shanice met through a network marketing business. And again, like tying back to what I said before, I think mindset is everything. Like Mm -hmm. in this, like even though I don't do it anymore, in that time I was able to, it broke so many barriers in my mind for me because I thought initially like, I can't be successful without my master's or my doctorate's degree. Like I just, that was said in my mind. Like I can't, Mm -hmm. like there's no way I have to work for somebody else. I have to be in the medical field. I have to do these things in order to make a decent living. You know, I didn't, entrepreneurship was like, you know, so far, like far-fetched. Like that's why I was saying before, like I will always be like, this will always be a side thing. And during that time, like, really tying into like where my passion was and like where I was wanting to go and learning different things from this network marketing business I was like I am not going to pursue like when I graduated I just made that decision like I applied to some schools and stuff but I was like you know what I'm not even going to continue to pursue this because I am genuinely not thrilled about this thing you know I'm I have to really do some soul searching and realize that I was really doing this because I was going to make X amount of money. So like, I just, mm. if anyone out there, like this is, this is a tip. So during my little time, like figuring out like what exactly I want to do in the medical field. If you are doing this at home, this is not a true passion. So I would go home, go to my dorm or go to my apartment, like during this time of like, okay, what do I want to do exactly do? I would literally go and type in the computer PA salary and see what that is or like you know like specialty of this you know and and that made me realize like man I'm doing this just because of the status I'm doing this just because of the money that it can bring for me each year but in it, it like I said like in the network marketing business again I we like found so much value from it but I mean it didn't work out for me that entrepreneurship I can make all of what I want to make if I hustle and be able to just put in the work. I can put in the same work that I'm doing for this into what I truly want to do. Hopefully that answered the question, but that just really made that switch for me so that I knew that it was time. Like I graduated, I was like, okay, we're going to take a little bit of time off. like kind of recruit from being like a college grad and I was newly engaged during that time. And I was like, during that year from the time I graduated to the time we actually launched, we were hustling, getting different things done for our portfolio. And we were like, you know, I just knew it was time when I graduated. And it just took a little bit more time because other things were priority, like, you know, planning for our engagement and our wedding and things like that. So I pretty much knew it was time, like, as soon as I walked and got my little paper (laughs) off of the stage, I knew it was time that I can be an entrepreneur. Mm, That's quite the story because you kept dibbling and dabbling and your side hustle is what really did it. The thing that was a hobby is what was like, yo, from a hobby, I'm going to just do it again to one of the top in America. 
let's just let's just sit on that because when you're doing what you love mm-hmm. and you are gifted in it, it's amazing how life will take you places that you didn't even think you would go. Right. And I think there's something to be said about for both of you just realizing it was about a lifestyle. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about all of the other, like you said, the status things. It was about this lifestyle, it's, it's desire, it's, it's interest, it's all things. And I just love how it's come together. But as exciting as it is, because I can totally agree with both of you about how just wonderful entrepreneurship is, because I'm always screaming praises about it. It is absolutely difficult. So for both of you, I want to know what has been the most challenging part about being an entrepreneur and being married. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, I can, I'll go first. I would say for me, my husband, he is pursuing what what God has put on him to lead out on. So he he's an entrepreneur as well. He has a clothing line and he does music and he's constantly working on his stuff. And even productions, it's crazy the things that we have done. We even when I think about it, like we literally put on a concert. Like had no idea what we were doing and end up selling tickets and everything, which was crazy. But anyway. Oh wow. So <laughs> Dominique, she she is a witness <laughs> of it. She had to be like my mental, like she kept me together one day, her and Runye, because yeah. So he he's pursuing that as well. But at, at one point, like I guess like knowing I really honor like marriage and the role that the husband and the wife play. And so at one point I had to put my stuff down and I had to help my husband with his vision for him being like the head. And I saw what he was doing. And I really feel like as the wise, we are the help me for them. And so I had to like help him get some stuff together so that he could get his stuff out in the world. And so that was hard for me to not come home every day and not like pursue what I really wanted to be doing. But in a season, I had to like put my stuff to the side. Hmm. And that was like, God convicted me in my heart, you know, because I saw my husband struggling. I knew he needed help with some things. You know, it's just a lot to go into stuff. And I knew I could help him. And for me not to help him, but focus on my stuff, because at the end of the day, if he's winning, I'm winning, you know? And so Hmm. once he got to a point where he was good, everything was flowing then I was able to come back to my stuff and work on it and I feel like when I did stuff just started flowing like non-stop even to like right now and I really feel like it was because I honored our relationship first our marriage mm-hmm. and God was able to bless what I was doing because I I, I, did, I feel like I did my part as the wife you know helping him and, you know, making sure that his stuff was going. And then by being able to get him going, I was able to go back and focus on my stuff. And I feel like, you know, when we have kids, I'm going to have to go through that season again. And that's why I feel like I'm working so hard now. I don't have any kids because I'm going to have to put my kids first in that season. But I need to have some stuff already flowing in my business so that if I'm not in it every day, but it's just like the balance of a wife and what that looks like to like at in a home you know and people may look at that differently but I really feel like when you honor your husband and that helps with the flow and I hope that makes sense because I know everybody Mm -hmm. I know everybody looks at that differently but I really feel like that's important 
to honor that first. But I agree because beyond, you know, the honoring your husband, if you honor, like I said, the relationship and you recognize you're a team, being a team means working together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that may mean that, you know, I've got to let you step on my back while you, you know, try to jump over the fence. And then the same thing, you gonna get on your knees and let me step on your back and jump over the fence too. That's how I visualize it and see it. Yes. So it is definitely that I don't think we as wives are the only helpmates. I mean, helpmate period is husband and wife. We both mm-hmm. are to help each other and, and fit and go together. Or if it's not husband and wife, it's a husband and husband, wife and wife, because I know it's, you know, several folks listen to this. It's the, the fact of working together and saying, how can we move as a unit? And so, like, all that you said, but look at y'all both entrepreneurs, though, and I got to hear about this concert one day, so I'm going to let you have it today. Because <laughs> okay. uh, now nah, I might die, I might heard about that, so uh, <laughs> kind of put me on. So, yeah, so, Dom, what about you? I would say one of the most challenging parts of being an entrepreneur is just dealing with the unknown. Like, you don't know what next month is going to look like. I mean, that's life, too, but, like... Mm-hmm. You know, you're when you don't work a nine to five and you know, okay, every two weeks I'm gonna be paid this. And I know that that's gonna be coming to this account and this is gonna, you know, like you have a system of like, of knowing, like, even though a job, you know, it can let you go at any moment, just banking on like, I'm gonna be at this job, it's gonna pay me every two weeks or every week, monthly, whatever. So I just, I'm the type of person that I just, I, I'm more on the anxious tip, right? So like, mm-hmm. I am just super like, okay, what's going to happen next? I want to plan before. I like. I don't really, I like surprises, but I don't like surprises, right? Like I want to just know everything that's going to happen. So I think just dealing with the unknown because entrepreneurship is truly a roller coaster ride, like and that people don't see. Like you're, it's like you're the only one sometimes it feels like as though like on that roller coaster ride. And <laughs> though it can, you know, it has those highs and those lows and those dips and those twists and those turns. But like once you get off the ride, you're like to where you want to be. It's like, man, all of that stuff has been so worth it. Like all the things that we've been through, like it's, you know, it didn't last forever. So yeah. I just think just want to encourage anybody that's dealing and, you know, going through those challenges of the unknown. It's just like, you know, if this is something that God has truly called you to do and you know that like this is my calling, your gifts will make room for you. And that's like in for opportunities and as well as like monetary wise, like you're going to, you're going to make it. And it's just like during those seasons, you have to really dig deep and realize like, what am I learning in this? You know, some months like you, you may not see like as much as income as the next month. So it's just like, okay, what, what can I do to become better? So I just think like dealing with that tip of like, okay, like, I don't know what can happen tomorrow. And if you're on the anxious side, it can be nerve wracking, but you just have to, I just held on to those words that like, this is what I'm called to do and just, you know, continue through it. And some people like, you know, have that fear of starting. And I just encourage you to like start anyway, you know, deep, just jump in, you know, like there's no reason to like, kind of put your foot in the water a little bit it just sometimes you have to just jump in because you turn into a different person whenever you you're on survival mode I think so that's mm-hmm. kind of one of the things that's been like you know the most challenging parts of being an entrepreneur 
I appreciate y'all for being so transparent, um, just both of you and just how it is hard. And even thinking about your role and being wives and how much of yourself you give or just that fear as well, being scared, being anxious. Because even for you, Dom, you know, being a mother, a mother to be actually and this uncertainty, but to keep going for both of you to say, I'm thinking about this thing, though, like not just now, I'm still thinking about it in the future. And the fact that y'all not having to give up on your dreams and that you're not having to let go of what matters to you, I think says not just so much about, you know, you, I think it says a lot about you, but I think it says even more about your husband. So mm-hmm. shout out to Chancellor and Ron Yeh for being incredible <laughs> because, you know, yes. at the end of the day, it takes a very confident man to be with women like us, mm-hmm. men who aren't intimidated. Like, yeah, I get that. We really understand, you know, again, finding the balance, but to say, hey, bae, I got dreams. And this is what I believe in. And for them to be like, yo, I got you. Versus, well, we can't do that right now. Or, you know, kill your dreams. Or you need to be in the house. So, anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Because y'all know people like that out there. Yeah. You know, and And you don't need to be with anyone like that. (laughs) You need someone to cultivate your dreams, not kill Mm -hmm. them. That's unless you just like that, then you know. Yeah. I'm a yeah. business. <laughs> I don't know who is, but I'm a mind my business, but we know it's somebody. But yeah, um, I love this. And so just even thinking of, again about the relationships and the support that you get from your husbands, the marriage, just, just coming together, thinking for people, especially who are thinking about marriage or they're thinking about if they want to get married, if they should be married, or if they planning to get married right now, their fiancés. What kind of advice do y'all have for them in general to just be able to continue to have a loving, long-lasting relationship that ain't just for social media? <laughs> um, I I would say it's just like, you know, like get your foundation correct. And I just think that we overlook the why in our relationship sometimes. Like, why am I with this person? And I just think that if we really focus on and being intentional about the people that we're with, even going from friendships to relationships to business relationships, like be intentional about the people that are in your lives and just thinking why they're there. And I just think like if you get more intentional about it and just really just try to grow, like we should never stop growing. And I'm just a big advocate to grow together and just making sure that we're always progressing and not staying stagnant and doing it for us not doing it for the gram it's okay to show off you know my our relationship and stuff but things need to be right in home before you like showing you know what I mean like you know people can put off and try to flaunt like fake relationships and like things are not what they seem at home you know what I'm saying like people try to make it like this perfect thing online or things to like get cloud and all that stuff but like make sure things are right at home, you know, like make sure the foundation is right because I don't think there's harm in like, you know, showing off your woman or showing off your man and stuff on social media, but just make sure like the intention is right and make sure that you're like, again, you're doing it for the right reasons. And, you know, it's a blessing. Like me and Ronye have been married for going on three years in September. So and it's been just like in a rewarding experience to be able to grow together and be able to do a business together and, you know, become like we've had been, been having a like year first. So just really cultivate your relationships and just get down to your why is what I would say. Mm, that's good. And to just piggyback off what Dom said, I see a lot of clients and I see them leave out 
like counseling, marriage counseling. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so essential because marriage is, it's like a whole nother level, you know? It's so different from just dating. And I think people should, just like with anything else you prepare for in school, we prepare for exams. If you're having to pass a bar or, you know, nurses, they have to pass their NCLEX. Like there's so much preparedness you have to do for certain things. But for marriage, people don't think you have to prepare for it. And I think that's what can trip a lot of people up within that first year. So just get in the counseling, even if you're not in a relationship, just there's so many books. There's so many like talks out there that you can educate yourself. But just like Dominique said, like learning and never stop learning and educating yourself. Um, one of my books that I always recommend is Marriage on the Rock by Jimmy Evans. And that book I got at a marriage conference. And um, I should have read it before, but I end up reading it when I was like going through during our first year of marriage because I found myself just so frustrated with my husband and not that he's a bad person, but I just found myself seeking him to be the source of everything. My happiness, my provider, just, I was literally putting him on a pedestal and making him into something he wasn't. Uh, and you know, we think, oh, I would never do that. But then we end up doing it. And I found myself looking to him to to be my everything. And when my ultimate source, it, it can't come from me. It has to come for me. It has to come from God. And so when I was putting him, making him an idol in my life, that's where all my frustration was coming from. And it was that book and me talking to God and my frustration that made me realize that he wasn't the issue, but it was me. And so just being willing and being open to educate myself, that really helped me just to look at the situation and was like, not always the other person, but it was actually me. Mm. Oh, I love that all so much because it's all, all of what y'all said, knowing why you're getting married. And I would even further say to that, Dom, being honest with your why and being okay with, if this is your why, then let that be your why. If you get married for money, if you get married for security, if you get married because it's just love, if you get married because of the kids, whatever it is, honor that. Um, but know why and make sure that's at the forefront so you can know how to navigate the relationship. So I love that you said that. And then she needs for you is the pedestal thing because I did the same thing. And I think naturally we're kind of taught even through society sometimes that your husband, your wife should be your everything. But when you say you're my everything, doesn't mean that you are everything. You're my everything, but you're not everything. Like, yeah, y'all get that? <laughs> like, right. yes. You know, yes. Like, this is difference. baby, baby daddy, there's a husband, there's, you know, protector. He's all those things. But what parts of me do I need to hold on to as well? Because I lost myself in being what I thought was the wife I was supposed to be based off something I created in my own head. And, you know, I think I may have told y'all, you know, recently we were talking, he and I, James were, and he was like, I ain't tell you to do that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, and they kind of throw you off at first. He's like, how could you be so insensitive? But it wasn't even about him being insensitive as it was like just a, a truth. He never asked me to be anything other than what he asked for when he asked me to marry him. And it was me who said, I got to be this. I got to do this. And husband first and girls night. No, I'm with Bay. And it's like, I've had to find the balance. And it took me some time. 
But I realized in getting back to myself or refining who I am, you know, in wifehood, that it's cool that he's not everything because that's a lot to be. It's a lot for a person right. to carry. And I'll be one of that responsibility. So, right. <laughs> you know, I got to be fair to him. But again, I just appreciate your truths in both of those things. And again, just the honesty, because we need to have more honest conversations, especially in, I think, the Black community about being able to stay together and knowing, again, having clarity of why we're doing things and then what comes of those, those actions. So check y'all out. So was just thinking about this and I think both of you, you know, could definitely answer this because it is one of those, I ain't send this to you to answer, but of course it's a couple of cases I ain't sending y'all to answer. So anyway, what do you wish your parents would have told you about marriage? Oh, I would say how important time is, time together <laughs> is, mm. you know, just that was like the first thing that came to my head. And that's one thing that I want to do better in my marriage. You know, I love my parents. They had a beautiful marriage. They're still married. They've been, they're going to be celebrating 26 years this February. So, um, you know, beautiful. But I wish, you know, like that time piece, right? So they, that's where I get a lot of my work ethic from. Like they are some hard workers. And I just think like time wasn't, you know, on like, of course, they want to spend time together, but it wasn't on, like, a next level of time. Like, we set in time, just us. Like, no kids. Y'all go here, you know. And I just think that a lot of times we can, just stepping into motherhood, I feel like we can blur those lines of, like, your kids being higher than your husband sometimes. Like, I just think like your husband, of course, should always come first and just, you know, really cultivating that, that relationship from the time you get married through the time y'all start having kids, two, three, four, five, six kids. Your marriage has to still be your number one priority. And and that's why I really love that me and Renee love can do this full time because we literally spend so much time together. And I love that. And I love that we are able to not miss out on those moments of like having that time together. So I just think like just really setting aside that like the importance of time with your spouse, because I just think that, you know, we our life is so incredibly short and mm -hmm. we just don't I don't want to take any time for granted. Um, and I think that's kind of the fuel to, you know, just that time piece. Mm. That's good. I think for me, and for, <laughs> I don't know if it really applies to just marriage. It really applies to more than that. But I wish, and they can't teach what they don't know, but it would be the financial aspect of it. I wish hmm. we would have had more financial literacy hmm. starting a marriage together. <laughs> I mean, we, we learned it, thank God. But if we would have known it, you know, from day one, I just wonder where, how much further we would be. But those first-gen problems, too, though, you know? Yeah. You know, and I know not on both sides, but definitely just even you not being able to contribute any more than, you know, maybe what your husband was able to. And, you know, the, the piece about time, Dom, mm -hmm. sheesh. Yeah. The reason why I just, oftentimes I said, whatever I got to do to make it, even if that means I got to go twirl on the pole, but I'd be joking. But to say <laughs> entrepreneur right I want to because there's nothing like him saying I'm gonna be home today and I can adjust my schedule 
right. or in the middle of the day, you know, we having lunch or just talking or he's on the couch in the office, we conversing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like, yeah, he wants to go on a trip. And because he's working just to be available and to be present, when we've worked before, we barely see each other. Right. And similarly, you know, for me, the time, I'm, I'm so sensitive about time. Time is the most precious thing we have in this life. We, when it's gone, we can't get it back. We can make more money, you know, yeah. time and health, you know, those two things. But so I'm, I'm very sensitive about time and, and how I spend it with him as well. And like mm-hmm. I said, whatever I got to do to stay in this space. And he, I think, but he likes me in this space. Like I made up the bed today. I'm so proud of myself. Right. <laughs> you know, like in the middle of the day, but it's like, yeah, you made up the bed. Like, yeah, you know, I know it's one thing that you appreciate, but had I been in a nine to five all day, I've been dealing with people in the other way. Yeah. Nah, we just going to slide on past that bed, homie. But uh, yeah, but that's just, I love the perspective and the financial literacy to be honest about that. You know, going back to that Shanice, because we don't want to admit that <laughs> sometimes we don't know stuff, or sometimes we don't have it all together. So to have a conversation about finances and finance being one of the top things of top reasons people divorce says a lot about, again, you all and the ability to effectively communicate and work it out because the money thing, something I just wish I would have had more of an idea about, and I'm not regretful of it by any chance, but just bring how you bring your money together beyond managing it. How do we bring this together and make it work for the house? Mm-hmm. Especially when one person may be making more than the other. And for, you know, some situations, some relationships for men to be making less than women. How do you not feel intimidated by that and feel like you got to keep it a secret? Like, it's our house. These are our vacations. It's our food. It's all ours. And that was definitely an adjustment for me um, at first. But then I thought, I was like, whatever. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. Because if <laughs> you got it, I'm good. I got it. You good. You know that's what matters because again you're in a relationship so yeah god just took me there but we um have been talking for quite some time and i have been loving every last minute of this because it's such again a rich and fruitful conversation that we need to have more of so i look forward to y'all's events in the future Uh, Um, (laughs) around these things you know to continue to just help shape and mold women who are on their way in whatever way they are you know if it's just preparing for marriage or thinking about how they want to show up in relationships and just being you know definitely love mentors <laughs> there we go love mentors <laughs> <laughs> yeah but there, are there any words of wisdom that y'all want to leave us with or any thoughts any quotes just anything to help us continue to be better not just for ourselves but especially in our relationships one of my favorite quotes that I like to leave my my wedding planning clients is that a wedding is for a day, but a marriage is for a lifetime. And that is from Dr. Miles Monroe. Hmm. That's good. So this is kind of like my motto in life is, like I just kind of live by these words and just it helps keep me going. It's just make it count. Like we only have one life to live. So it just reminds me to not just exist and live and really just be intentional about the impact I'm making on others because we don't realize that there's someone who is impacted by what we do or what we don't do. So I just always keep that in the back of my mind because I just want to create a legacy for, you know, the next generation and just be able to impact their lives in some type of way. So I just, you know, I don't know how many years I have on this earth. So I just want to make each day count. And it just keeps that drive and motivation for me each day. Mm, I'm with it and I love it. Of course I do because every conversation with y'all just allows me to reflect and think even more about 
who I am and how I show up in the world, how I show up in my marriage, how I show up in the work that I do. And it's so important just thinking about relationships. Black love exists. You know, healthy black relationships are out there because I do also hate the negative stigmas around, you know, us being together and being happily married. Not just married, but happily married. Mm -hmm. And I love showing my my piece off. You know, I got me a dime, literally. (laughs) Just really those things to where it's just a a great conversation to have with women who are not just talking to talk, but walking to walk and showing up in so many ways. And so y'all trust me, these deeper conversations about love, life, relationships, marriage, finance, purpose, check out the Pink Elephant Show. Like it's definitely, and I didn't even tell y'all the Spotify. My Spotify for twenty twenty y'all was one of my top shows. So shout out to y'all because I'll be tuning in. I love the work y'all are doing. So keep doing it because it matters. Both of you matter. Your life, your work matters. And I'm just again so grateful to know y'all and share this journey with you. Please know that we here um, at the First Gen Lounge all across the world we support you. We are cheering for you, and we wish you nothing but the best and all that lies ahead. You are so very welcome. Thank you so much. It was such a, this was such a fun conversation. Yes. Always a good time with Eve. Thank you. Y'all be cutting up. That's why you welcome. (laughs) All right, (laughs) y'all. Until the next time.